0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for uh, being here. I take the lead from the previous panel, uh, which had uh, uh, with the tour- had to do with the tourism sector. Uh, now, what we are going to discuss and what we are going to to give you a more insight is uh, about uh, real estate and the investments in real estate in uh, Greece and uh, mostly in Athens and other parts of Greece. Uh, I'm really uh, very honored and uh, really very enthusiastic to present the panel for the real estate because I strongly believe that this will be the locomotive of the Greek economy in the years to come. I strongly believe that real estate has huge potential in Greece, and I strongly believe that we are now at the moment where the curve changes and the opportunities are there. So, before uh, giving the the, uh, the uh, micro to our panel uh, members, uh, I would like to give you some numbers, which I strongly believe that will give you a better overview of the situation regarding real estate in Greece. So, first of all, I will tell you the following: the FDI's, the foreign direct investments in Greece, in 2013 were 168 million. While in 2014 they were 250. In 2017 they were 503, and this year, 2019, they are 1.72 billion euros. So do the maths and you, you see the growth rate, the huge growth rate That we are talking about in the investments in Greek real estate, from 168 million in 2013 to 1.72 billion in 2019. A second number that I believe is of interest to all of you, in order to understand the the dynamism of, of the sector in Greece, is that the arrivals in Athens, uh, in Greece overall, in 2004 we were 8 million of tourists. While in 2012 they were 15.5. 2018 they were 33 million. In 2019 36 million. So from 2004 to 2019 the growth is from 8 million of tourists to 36 million of tourists. So we are talking about a hockey stick uh, diagram not just a simple j curve or whatever and the income for the country in 2014 was 4 billions and this year was 17 billions so you understand you do the maths and you understand how this changes the overall greek real estate sector another very interesting indicator is, uh, uh, is depicted in the PWC's uh, Emerging Trends in Real Estate uh, Report for Europe 2020, where Athens is the first city in Europe. Actually, they, they made uh, uh, a model of 31 cities around Europe. So Athens is the first one with, re- with regards to rents. So rents will be 4.14% up in the next year. While uh, the, capital value, the, the increase in capital values in real estate will be above 5%, so you understand that this is the first city around Europe. Mr. Zavos told me before that he has a very interesting uh, uh, diagram to show us, and we are very keen to to, to listen to him uh, uh, later on. Uh, Athens is the first. Frankfurt is the seventh. Paris is twelfth. Zurich the 23rd with minus 3.5% London is 30th and Istanbul is 31st so you understand that the ranking of Greece of Athens especially in real estate is number 1 and that the trend shows that the opportunity is there the 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 real profit is there and therefore we believe that It is the right moment, the the right time to discuss and present the real estate investments in Greece. So let me now introduce the members of the panel. Stelios Avos, the first one. Most of you know him. Stelios Zavos is the founder and CEO of Zeus Capital, which is, uh, uh, for the last 30 years, uh, a a a private equity investment fund which has invested in real estate in Europe and the U.S. He's founder and CEO of Continental American Capital, also an investment capital that has focused in the American market. He's chairman of Orelina Real Estate Investment Company, which is uh, uh, the newest real estate investment company in Greece. And we really look forward to uh, listen to his uh, uh, view on the market. Uh, uh, apart from that, he's president of the Harvard Business School in Greece, uh, of Greece. And he's the chairman of Solidarity Now, which is a philanthropic organization for, which supports uh, immigrants in Greece. George Kormas is the second member of the panel, who is executive GM of uh, Piraeus Bank. He's the head of the group Real Estate of Piraeus Bank uh, and the CEO of uh, Piraeus Real Estate uh, SA. Uh, He's also non-executive board member of uh, Trastor, the real estate investment company Trastor. And uh, uh, his company uh, is uh, 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 one of the major hubs for foreign investors, real estate investors in Greece because uh, practically what uh, uh, Piraeus Real Estate does is that they provide advisory services, consultation, and project manager for uh, foreign, uh, mostly foreign real estate investments in the country. They make valuation, and they, they uh, provide investment advisory services. The third member of the panel, uh, I don't think that you need to, to, to listen more about him, is Aris Karitinos, who is uh, one of the most well-known figures of the Greek real estate sectors sector. Uh, he's uh, uh, the, the CEO of uh, the ex-NBG Pangea, which is now Prodea real estate investment company. Uh, with Aris Karitinos, uh, we did the transaction in 2013, us as lawyers on behalf of uh, of uh, NBG uh, for the sale of 66% to uh, INVEL, to an uh, Israeli international investment fund for 635 million euros at that time, which was uh, 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 one of the, uh, of the most important transactions that happened in this, uh, in this period. Uh, today, he leads one of the biggest maybe the biggest real estate investment company in the Greek market. And A company that makes 128 million euros of profits for the last nine months. Definitely, we look forward to listen to Mr. Karitinos' insight about the Greek real estate market, given his huge experience in the sector. Takis Kanelopoulos is the fourth member of the panel. Takis is the member of the family Kanelopoulos, which founded the Titanas Cement Company. Uh, which is a Greek cement company uh, uh, based in Greece, but also uh, having presence around the globe uh, with substantial presence in the U.S. as well. Uh, He he has led the investor relations uh, uh, of the group, uh, the the department of uh, investment relations of the group. Uh, apart from being involved in, uh, uh, in uh, Titan, uh, Mr. Canelopoulos uh, also was a member of the board of directors of GRIVALIA at uh, the time what, when GRIVALIA was a real estate investment company uh, separated from Eurobank uh, and uh, uh, we look forward to, to listen from him the the view that the cement companies have in the development market the real estate development market in greece and finally tasos casinos is uh, uh, the ceo of trust or real estate investment company uh, he joined the uh, Piraeus Bank in 2014. He leads the. the uh, he started leading the uh, real estate investment company of Piraeus until uh, this was uh, uh, sold and uh, Piraeus divested to foreign investors. Um, they have uh, uh, Verde Investments, which is uh, uh, or Verde Investments which is uh, an international uh, uh, investment firm that invests in uh, uh, alternative uh, uh, classes of uh, investments in 13 different countries. So we, we definitely uh, uh, look forward to hearing from him the, the inflow of information that he gets from the investors around the globe that invest in his real estate investment company. And I strongly believe that he can give us also a very technical analysis, which will be very important, of how he views the market and what is his forecast regarding the market from this stage on. So, let me start with the questions, Mr. Zavos. So, I will start with why, as Simon Sinek, you know, the book starts with why. I think we have to start with why, why Greece, why real estate, why now? And we look forward to to, uh, you to share with us your views on that. Uh,
1: First of all, thank you for the kind introduction of the panel. Uh, The investor currently is facing, confronting globally, a very low yield environment. The The investors are even facing negative interest rates. So, Greece presents an excellent opportunity because at this stage offers some of the highest relative yields in the European Union coupled with sustainable rental levels. And let's go to the specifics. In real estate, we usually look at the GDP growth and we see which has a clear correlation with the health of the real estate industry. In Greece, the last years, we see positive GDP growth, we're even projecting for 2020, as you saw from the microeconomic side, close to 2.8%. This creates a very favorable environment for real estate, because given that we faced distressed values in all aspects of real estate. Residential was down closer to 45%. Offices, retail, industrial. Suddenly, we see a country which has positive GDP growth and provides an investment opportunity and an exit strategy for the investor. A, A very interesting parameter for the institutional investor is always the spreads the spreads between the 10-year bond and The yields we see in the market on average when we look at real estate We look at the 10-year bond of a country and we add 250 to 300 basis points to see if this is a good real estate investment Let's see at Greece. We are close to 100 to 135 basis points for the bond, and in addition to that, just in the office market, we have another 450 to 500 basis points. Meaning the yields now in the office market in the central business districts are closer to six and six and a half percent. So there is an excellent, healthy spread of 500 basis points versus in the rest of Europe. You see. Closer in the offices to 300 or 350. Same thing in retail, the spread is about 400 basis points. In the industrial, close to 650 basis points. So, for the investors who are looking at Paris, London, other capitals, there are no yields, the spreads are very low. Greece has a very healthy real estate market given the spreads and the development of the economy. Uh, our uh, coordinator mentioned something interesting that it's a fact. The latest, the latest analysis from the capital economics forecasts clearly that on all property average annual total returns, Athens is about double from the rest of the other capital cities. So, Athens does present a clear investment opportunity we see that there is rental growth the rents are increasing the disposable income is rising and we view at this particular point that this is the correct timing to get into the greek real estate market we have one or two years of window of opportunity uh, But this is the absolutely correct time to be able to grasp this specific situation where you have an economic growth and still high yields, which provide the potential for capital gain and for high yield returns. Uh, And I would say that in addition, we see now the stock market which has been able to overcome the instability of the last past years and has been stabilizing its performance. Also, we see in the banking sector that there will be an opportunity because we have a faster resolution of the non-performing loans and there will be opportunities in the market that people will come and be able to invest. Also, on the tax environment, uh, we see better uh, taxation for the real estate investment companies and uh, for the real estate in general. A word of caution. Given that the Greek landscape always has a lot of challenging aspects, it, is, it makes sense uh, either to have a local real estate partner or invest in a real estate investment company, which can potentially guide through the difficulties and uh, having, because real estate is always local, has the local
0: experience and the local launders to invest. Thank you. Thank you very much. Just a follow-up question on that. You, uh, you you gave us your view on the spread uh, yield uh, the 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 yield uh, you know between the uh, normal investments and this type of real estate investments i mean the bond investments and this type of real estate investments my question is in comparison to other markets out of europe Let's say the American market, because you have a very big exposure in American market for the last 30 years. Can you give us your view uh, why to invest in Greece and not continue investing in the U.S. or elsewhere?
1: Excellent. In the United States, uh, we see basically in similar situations spreads at the range of 200 basis, 200 basis points. And we also see a market which has become quite mature. In Greece, we have much higher spreads. At the, on average in Europe it's 250 to 300. In Greece, we see spreads from 500 to, 600, to 650 basis points. And we see an economy which has a GDP growth higher than average. In, in the European economy, you expect GDP growth closer to 1%. In Greece, we we expect double, 2.5, 2.8. So, we have a combination of high yields and the potential of higher capital gains, which is a very interesting
0: package. And you are talking about a window of opportunity of two to three years? Uh,
1: Even less, one to two years.
0: Okay, Okay. excellent. So let's go to to George. George, uh, my question is the following. Your company acts acts as an institutional agency or as a hub and advisor to real estate investors and especially foreigners. What is the golden rule or the golden piece of advice you share with your clients at this stage? And what are the opportunities and the pitfalls in the Greek real estate market?
2: Thank you very much. I would like to start by thanking Mr. Bornozis for the the invitation and this very interesting conference that takes place here. Uh, I'm happy to here to share with you the the experience, the real thing, because in my opinion, this is the most important for somebody who's about to invest in real estate elsewhere uh, compared to the resident country. Like Mr. Zavos already said, uh, the real estate is country-specific, and therefore you definitely need to have a local pan- partner who will honestly share with you the reality of the market and guide you through. The two options, as already mentioned, are either by investing in a real estate investment company, which, uh, which is a regulated company, Uh, And as of that, there is not much to fear about. Otherwise, if you want to strike your own way, you need to have a local partner on the ground. And this is what Piraeus Bank Real Estate SA does. We are there to support all future investors in all aspects relating to real estate. We are in one pit stop shop. For everything that is relating to real estate, we are there to advise you, to take you through, to show you deals, and uh, escort you all the way through to execution, and then together with you to to take you to the next level, and the day after. On the other hand, Piraeus Bank Group uh, is. is the biggest banking group in Greece. Uh, and as of that, we do have um, a real estate portfolio, which is the result, obviously, of the, of the economic crisis that did uh, hit the country for almost 10 years ago. As of that, we have a widespread portfolio of all possible asset types ranging from residential, commercial, (laughs) further down to plots. The experience I would like to share with you is the following. As already said, why in Greece? The reason is because Greece is at the beginning of the curve, whereas the rest of Europe is uh, walking towards the end of the curve. Somebody may ask and say yeah, Mr. Komas, but there are other countries as well that may be providing similar or higher yields. Why in particular Greece? The answer is easy because because Greece is part of the Euro area. And this is a very important point I would like to make at this stage and uh, grant my thanks to everybody that supported Greece being here today as part of the euro area because otherwise we wouldn't be having this discussion we may have been elsewhere and uh, there wouldn't we wouldn't have the grounds to talk about that there are other ter- countries close to Greece see Turkey I recently saw uh, a comparison between Athens and uh, Istanbul about residential prices very interesting very similar but investors do choose to go for Greece because of the reason I just mentioned. And um,
0: one, follow-up one follow-up question. Yeah, my follow-up question is the following: You have been an advisor to the governor of Bank of Greece, and then before that to the ECB. Can you give us your macroeconomic view? On, uh, uh, on Greece, and uh, especially real estate in the country?
2: Yes. I will speak under my current capacity, but yeah. nevertheless, once a central banker, always a central banker. I'm, I'm sure you have
0: worked on this model. <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah. Uh, the outlook is positive. And uh, I think we have our chief economist uh, in the room, uh, of Piraeus Bank, Mr. Lecos, who can uh, give you further details on that. I don't want to take up uh, upon his role, but the outlook is definitely positive, and it couldn't be other, as we are exiting a 10-year phase of uh, of, of economic uh, downwards activity. Mm-hmm. As of that, the time is now to invest in real estate. It is not the easiest thing to do because real estate is not a commodity you can uh, trade independent of where you stand but nevertheless if somebody has in mind in entering in a, in a real estate deal in Europe i wouldn't and couldn't imagine a better country to do so uh, than in Greece
0: thank you very much so I'm uh, following to Mr. Karitinos, to Aris Karitinos. Uh, what is your experience dealing with international investors in the country? Uh, do you suggest them to follow a certain strategy or just to invest in a, in a real estate investment company? And a second question: Are there still any opportunities in Greece, or it's just foregone? It was in the last two years and now there are no more opportunities in the country.
3: Okay. So, um, i start from the first. Um, Our experience so far with international investors actually uh, um, is um, quite extensive because we've been in, you see, in the international real estate markets for a long time, even before the crisis. So, you understand that during the crisis, the uh, international investors' interest was uh, minimal, with uh, the exception of uh, the bold ones who invested directly in uh, real estate companies in Greece. Actually, the two largest investments that happened during the crisis were, were in the real estate sector, in the two REITs, in the two larger REITs, Grivalia and uh, and our company Pangea uh, currently Prodea. So this shows that. Uh, uh, there are investors that uh, are bold enough to see the future, take, uh, uh, undertake a risk that seems huge at the time of the investment. But um, uh, what has been shown is that uh, this com- it, 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 uh, they, they were compensated for that. And now they will, um, you see, get the fruits of uh, their investments, uh, not only now, but in the future as well. So the ones that uh, invested during the crisis uh, are in the best position now compared to the newcomers, that's for sure. Um, What we see now from the investors is that uh, there is a huge uh, demand for everything in the real estate because unfortunately uh, international investors, all the investors are acting uh, like herds. So when Uh, There is a trend for a country, they are coming massively and create a huge demand, which uh, is definitely positive for the country, although in our case there is a real problem of supply. Uh, Actually, what has happened because of the crisis is that uh, most of the traditional developers have been eliminated, Uh, they've gone bankrupt, almost all of them. So we have uh, very few survivors, uh, which means that uh, we have to wait for the next breed of investors in the future uh, in order to start producing new stock, new product. And this is important because, unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, uh, the new product, especially in specific sectors, practically in all sectors, but in specific sectors is more important like offices, for example. The new stock has nothing to do with the old one. So it's very important to be a country where you'll have the opportunity to create new stock, sustainable offices for example, green buildings, which in Greece until now are scarce and very difficult to find and to produce. So this is the big challenge for the future in Greece. And this is a challenge also and a very big risk for the ones buying the old stock who want to exit the market. So um, there, there will might be a problem because you know that uh, currently multinationals won't be a tenant in a non sustainable building. And this is the case even for Greece. And we have this experience because we are producing a new product and the first thing that we are we've been asked is if the building we offer is, is green or not. So this is a huge uh, um, challenge for Greece to create the new uh, uh, you see the new product in the future which has not started yet Um, so the the second uh, question was about uh, the second
0: question was about uh, whether there are any opportunities in Greece left or uh, it is all foregone and uh, now we are talking about standard
3: market uh, transactions that's a good question Uh, as i said definitely what we see in the market is a very rapid contraction very very quick contraction of the yields uh, which uh, uh, is happening for at least two years now Uh, yields have been contracted depending on the sector from uh, 150 bips uh, uh, to maybe 300 bips in logistics the logistics yields before the crisis or during the crisis in 13 were above 13% now are approaching 8% so it's 500 uh, 500 bips uh, less uh, less yield um, so definitely Part of this game with the yields uh, it has been has has happened already. Of course, there is still room for further uh, contraction of the yields. But uh, the other part of, of this play is rents. Uh, rents is the long-term game. So rents have just started to increase in Greece. So it uh, it's going to take some time until we'll be back. Uh, to the levels of rents before the crisis. And uh, uh, this will be a long-term play because this is fully, totally correlated with the growth of the country as a whole, of the economy as a whole. So that's why this is the long-term game. Um, So there's still opportunity because one of the major factors that creates value is the rents, the growth of the rents. Uh, which in combination with uh, the, the, the remaining yield contraction will definitely give, uh, uh, you see, at least in theory, will give uh, very good returns. The problem will be always with the specifics because uh, it depends uh, who, wha- what's the sourcing ability of the people that uh, approach the Greek market. The Greek market is not uh, the most transparent one. Uh, it's uh, definitely a local play and uh, definitely you need special sourcing ability in order to be able to source deals in a very uh, competitive environment as it is now uh, and to be able to you see to avoid the killing fields of the bidding processes which happen at very ad- attractive uh, very aggressive yields so that's, that's, I think, the Thank problem that the investors will have of where they will look for that kind of, of abilities.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you. Taki. So, Taki is my neighbor in Athens, so I can call him Taki. <laughs> <laughs> so, Taki, my question is, uh, given your, you know, privileged visibility of the market, because you, you see the market before it gets realized, as you sell... Cement before the development starts and before the growth is obvious, and uh, so you measure the the growth by tonnage and not by IRR. So my question is, uh, what is your view on the market today, on greenfield projects or on uh, development projects? Okay,
4: thank you, Pedro. Um, I will try to give you a different angle since we're not directly uh, involved with uh, real estate. Um, First, the fact, an important fact, cement consumption is highly correlated with GDP growth and of course, real estate development. Now, if you look back a few years, or actually several years, during the crisis, the 10 year crisis, GDP, as we all know, dropped by about 25% cement consumption dropped 85%, meaning that cement consumption today, as we speak, uh, is equal to 1962, the year 1962. And to give you an idea, back in 1962, the middle class would have meat about once a, once a month. Okay, So that's where we are today in terms of, of the cement market. Um, on top of that, another figure, versus the 50-year average of cement consumption, we are about 65% below. So just to get back to the 50-year, we need about growth of 200%, OK? I'm not going to mention, if we go back to the levels of, 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 the, uh, uh, of GDP that we saw before the crisis or that we have today. Uh, that should be around five hundred or six hundred percent growth in terms of cement consumption for where we are today. Of course, if you take a, if you take uh, into account the exaggeration that happened before um, before the crisis, I think we can easily say in, uh, that cement consumption sooner or later should go up around. Uh, something like that, assuming that Greece continues its path towards growth. Um, So you will tell me, okay, why hasn't it happened? And uh, that cement consumption has been there for five years. I would say that there are clear signs that growth, economic growth is ahead of us and is already happening. And second and most importantly, I would say that Greece has probably, through pain, uh, realized the failures of uh, long-term populism. And we've had quite a bit of that in Greece, I must tell you. Um, I think we're moving as a country towards realism, and which is going to help, obviously, cement growth, uh, sustainable cement growth, or sustain- and sustainable economic growth. Uh, becoming a bit more specific, um, the move towards realism, you can see around us that it 's uh, actually lifting slowly the barriers to want towards economic growth and towards real estate development, if you like. Um, and so Greece is gradually being able to capitalize on its on its competitive advantages, which are obviously as we know Uh, uh, physical beauty, unique climate, uh, cultural uh, heritage, all those things the fact that the resistance to development is much much weaker now in Greece than it was at least in my lifetime uh, that makes me very very optimistic about our future
0: thank you, thank you very much now we go to Tassos yeah I know, I know but Give, give me two minutes, three, maybe. So Tasso, uh, you have one of the uh, real estate investment companies in Greece. Can you tell us why it is so attractive to have this kind of vehicle uh, in investing in real estate? And give us a comparison to what, uh, what other vehicles there are uh, around Europe in real estate, and what are the advantages or the advantages of the Greek uh, structure? especially after
5: the new tax cuts on Yes, good morning to all. Thank you to the organizers. I see I already ran out of time, so I'm going to try to be a little bit uh, brief. Um, I think RICs, uh, as we call them in Greek, are the equivalent of real estate investment trusts in the US. I think a lot of people will be familiar with those structures and what they were designed to do. in uh, uh, Greece has adopted the RICS regime uh, quite early on, one of the first countries in, uh, in Europe to do so, with a very interesting, attractive preferential tax regime. Something that uh, has gone south in 2016, and as we've heard earlier, the Prime Minister uh, talking that that has been uh, restored uh, recently. Effectively, we don't pay tax on, uh, on profits but we play a flat tax, which is 10 basis points or our investment values. Um, also, it's quite tax efficient to our shareholders because there's no withholding tax on uh, on dividends or on the sale of, of the shares. And, um, uh, and moreover, we also take advantage of reduced transfer uh, taxes of real estate when we acquire assets. So it is, again, back the most tax efficient way or vehicle to invest in real estate in uh, in Greece. Other things that I think are interesting about uh, RICS and um, I think we're also one of the reasons why Varde Partners uh, invested in our business in 2017 um, are it's a transparent and a regulated entity by the Hellenic uh, Capital Markets Commission Um, There are breaks as to what we can and cannot do with the level of risk that we are taking, Um, and it's a transparent structure that you have to abide to the highest corporate governance rules. So I think that is something very comforting and reassuring to international investors. Um, I'd like to echo what's been mentioned before about the um, uh, need to have a local team in place uh, it is a, Greece is a local play, but it's also a very granular play. Um, what we end up uh, paying to acquire an entire building would be less than half a floor in New York. So you really need to do a lot of work to deploy uh, sufficient capital. That it's uh, a granular and uh, sequential investments. Just this year, we've closed, we've done about 19 closings. So you know, you, you really need a team in place to execute that. And then, if I may, last but not least, why I think uh, RICs are interesting or attractive to international investors is that there is a more clear or a more defined exit strategy through the sale of uh, the underlying shares. So as opposed to building a a sizable portfolio comprising of uh, many, many buildings and then you uh, have to sell each one individually in order to crystallize uh, profits. Uh, It will be much easier to sell through the public markets, uh, one's shares and and therefore there's a well-defined exit strategy through RICS. To cover how we compare with the other European structures I think will take (laughs) uh, quite a long time. Uh, But nonetheless, I I, I do believe that uh, now the framework we have is is very attractive and very competitive.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, Unfortunately, we don't have time for questions. We don't have time, but the, the members of the of the panel uh, will be more than happy to answer to all your questions uh, after the, the the end of this uh, uh, discussion. Thank you very much. Thank
2: you. Thank you.